Okay, everyone, welcome back to what is episode seven of uh, Fast and Loose Podcasting, uh, Destiny Down Under. Uh, I'm your co- uh, host, Clint, and I have got Blake and Jacob with me. How are you guys going? Hey, good. Everyone's good. Jacob? Yeah, yeah going well, going well. Have we got someone else here as well? Uh, I think so. I think some weird person jumped into our room and wanted to have a chat with us uh, cheers guys wine in hand hey, hey let's hey. welcome bobby sapphire from the hyperloops hey thanks for having me what is, what is it i was i had this nice little intro prepared it was uh mr mike bobby you know what dude <laughs> sapphire gem there you go perfect there we go i can say i got on it. my tombstone i got i got it in one all right how you going bobby <laughs> yeah everything's great Great, living the life. I, I've only been up about twenty minutes, but uh, yeah, I'm ready to. I'm ready to rock. You're alert and ready to go. Yeah, good I'm ready. I, I left my coffee downstairs, but I'm good. I can do this. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. That's oh, it's so right. weird. It's How like so late for us, and you're like, oh, I just left my coffee. Been up for twenty minutes. Yeah. The time zone thing is so weird. What do you yeah. mean it's late for you, Blake? It's like seven thirty. Yeah, but I wake up at like ten to six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's um, right. You've got kids. Rough life. <laughs> yeah, anyway, life. we didn't come here to talk about that. No, However, we didn't. That's all right. <laughs> let's let's. Uh, what's been happening with you, Bobby? You've been uh, been grinding a bit on TTS. I've noticed. Uh, yeah, I've been playing TTS nonstop. Uh, I'm on summer vacation from teaching high school, and pretty much any minute I have, if my wife is like doing something for 20 minutes, I'm like, ah, I can squeeze in a game. I'll just play like a really aggressive deck, and. Um, yeah, I've been losing a lot, like more than I've ever lost before. It's amazing. <laughs> How That's much fantastic. I'm losing. I went to a store champ on Sunday and I went O2 drop. But Oof. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> my losses were to Joe and Nick, my partners from the Hyperloop. So, you know, it's good competition. I don't expect to win the games, every game I play against them. But uh, I've been losing a lot on TTS too and just trying to solve the Gen Con meta, just trying to figure out what I'm going to play. There's so much to test, right? There's so many things happening. Yeah, there's so many decks that I think are probably pretty good, but not uh, not jumping out of my seat to, like, go grind out. And, like, I don't think they'll be good unless you figure out the perfect version and know them inside and out. And yeah. I just, there's nine days till Gen Con. I don't have that kind of time to, like, boot up Mother Tales and Super Commandos and say, all right, let me break this deck in nine days um, yeah. while, while still testing other things in case that doesn't work out. Yeah, well, I guess do you have teammates to help you along that? So your teammates will be playing particular decks and testing those out? Yeah, for sure. We've been testing kind of a lot. Um, like, Joe and Nick have both been really busy, so I haven't been able to get as many games with them as I would like. And, like, um, Joe, they're both pretty set on hero vehicles in, like, whatever form, like, whether it be drive-by or Quenka rocked me with um, Rose, Jetta, Partisan, Jetta, Partisan, long-term plan the other day, and long-term plan is really, really good. Um, so if I don't want to be playing vehicles, I'm kind of um, just testing with um, Reflex and Outrun, who are who guys that I test with regularly, um, and just like random guys from the Hyperloops Discord. I've uh, been getting a lot of games with like Brendan Devitt, who top aided Worlds. Uh, he's been kicking my ass on the regular. So just basically anyone who's who can give me an L, I'm happy to, to test against them. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty good requirement, right? If yeah, you can do that, I, then you're like, yeah, they're, they're doing all right. They know what's happening. Yeah, I just, I want to, like, I've lost so many games, and that's sort of how I like at the start of the format. I just don't want the big tournament I'm going to also to be at the start of the format, because yeah. I just, I have less time to try and figure out, like, what I think I need to be doing. I'm almost there, but it's tough. 
it's it seems that we have some of the same things that we had in the last format where we have these pillars that are really kind of strong they're really dominant pillars mm-hmm. and it's almost trying to find something in the middle wall you know what's got good matchups versus this and trying to find something with the best kind of worst matchup if that makes sense yeah absolutely uh, yeah I'm 100% with that. you there it's just like yeah it's it, A the pillars are shifting right um, yeah. like Kylo is rising to the top um, Mill is rising to the top and those are two things that weren't really a concern previously so yeah. um, and the mill has become so good that it's like even able to beat aggro and like yeah it's just tough it's just tough finding ways to win against all those decks vehicles kylo and mill just attack you from three different directions yeah mill has legitimately increased my alcohol consumption <laughs> <laughs> in fact hang on uh, <laughs> Nice. It's a beautiful now, sound. Now this is the next. Uh, this is the next forty minutes of the podcast. So we're segueing into Mill now, I guess. Into are we there? I mean, we should definitely touch on like what we think the, these pillars are. I've been playing a lot of Mill. I haven't been experimenting a lot. Um, I figured kind of early on I wouldn't be able to run and try every single different deck that I want to. So I just kind of picked a deck, um, and I've just been running with that and just. I figure if it's still so new that the advantage right now is just having reps. Not mm. everyone's going to have reps. Everyone's going to be like fluffing around, trying different stuff. And if you just get reps with something and just be really good with your deck, I think you definitely get an edge right now until someone you know comes out with something ridiculous. So, so just to clarify to to all our listeners, we're talking about four main four main deck or archetypes here. We're talking about Kylo Price or Kylo X. We're talking about Cad Snoke. We're talking about the two or three variants of mill that are going around at the moment and the uh, one or two variants of hero vehicles that are going around at the moment and they all seem to be at these opposite corners um but there's nothing that consistently beats any of them in fact they all kind of prey on each other to some degree Mm. yeah for sure I think metagaming what? is going to be big, you know, based on that. But the the challenge is, like, I can metagame. We have store champs coming up. I, I can, you know, make medicals on 15 to 20-man events. But how do you medical for something like Gen Con? Well, yeah, and also you play with those guys regularly, yeah. right? Like, you're in, you're in Perth, so, like, you're kind of on an island. It's not <laughs> – I mean, you're literally <laughs> on an island. But, like, there's – you know, it's not a huge area, right, of Destiny yeah. players. You don't have a ton of ton of stores with, like – but, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I – I I really, yeah, I just think that you go off of TTS and we don't even have really the TTS league to dictate anymore. Yeah. Um, but I, I just, you know, I just know from being connected to a lot of good players that a lot of people like Mill, um, a lot of people like vehicles. Um, I know that, you know, I'm going to have to face drive-by shooting in the hands of Joe. So, and like, he's just, he's just like even taking it to store championships and just, you know, not dropping any games. It's just really good with it. He's just getting those reps, like you said, just trying to be ahead by his game knowledge and matchup knowledge. So, Bobby, where do you think a middle-middle deck stands against those four pillars right now? Do you think it is maybe a little bit too slow to deal with the likes of mill or vehicles that can't really push out the damage that way? It's weird. Like, The thing is, there's there's just not a lot of good middle-middle options right now, or at least that have, have risen. A lot of people are just super into the support of Snoke or Price on the villain mm-hmm. side or, or going three wide on the hero side. Um, I tested a lot with 
Luke and Ray. And it's weird, like, it it kind of flipped the vehicle matchup. The vehicle matchup got slightly better, but the Kylo matchup got worse than it yeah. did, like, if you were just playing regular stairs because um, you can no longer just jam. Like, you can't run two Ray's sabers and use Ray's saber to bail you out of um, dying to Kylo quickly. And I tried to make that matchup work. Um, Kylo just kills... Kylo kills any middle character in in two rounds. Like, if you can survive a three to three rounds with Kylo, you're doing good. But I haven't been able to do it consistently. But then if you can kill Kylo round three, I guess depending on who the partner is, do you think that puts you in a pretty fair spot? Yeah, I mean, the sooner you kill Kylo... Like, basically, as soon as Kylo goes down, price becomes pretty easy to mitigate. And, and Snoke, too. Snoke even easier. Um... I guess, but, have you experimented with um, Luke Poe or like using an old R2-P2 type shell? So you have the goodies of red, like suppressive fire. Um, I haven't tried Luke Poe. Um, I guess that seems interesting. I'm always like hesitant with the, the damage sides, right? Like even in R2-P2, mm. we used force misdirection and guard. And then like Luke Poe loses that. Like you can't really use either of those, which which makes things really, really tough in terms of uh, mitigation. Like, obviously, obviously suppressive fire is really good. Um, and you can still set up some nice um, all-in plays. Um, and that might have, I mean, that might have the health to do it. It just, um, yeah. I don't know, I don't know what mitigation you use there. I know, like, Dex's Diner is, like, really good in that R2-P2 shell. Yeah, that's an interesting card, actually. Um, I played that for the first time tonight in a mill deck. And at first, I wasn't so onto that card, especially with, I guess, 10 health characters. I didn't think you'd really get enough value from it, um, unless you're able to build up shields and help buffer that final blow so you don't just die. And you try yeah. and get good value. So, yeah. like I you said, in the R2-P2 shell where you're shielding up, you can help soak up a little bit more damage, just keep healing. Yeah, I think, I think that helps. I think it's really good in the R2-P2 shell. Like, you already have field medic. Um, I think it could potentially be good in, um, yeah, even even in like, like even if you were to go with Ray or Ayla and Luke, um, I just think it's a fine card and it's gray, which is really important for those monocolored uh, mm. decks right now as well. Yeah, that's a good point. So, what about Obi Maz? So, like something I've mentioned, <laughs> obviously, I, obviously, I like that deck, but I've kind of had some discussions about it. I'm yet to try. It. I've been, you know, this all this new stuff. I've played so much Obi Maz. Uh, but my thinking, like, are we just going back to this format? Uh, like, are we still just about racing to get that first kill? You know, like, as you said, if you get to take down Kylo and then you can mitigate one character pretty easy. And Obi being so tanky, like, he, I always found him the best at trading because he was the biggest dude and he could still hit really hard. Like, does it have a spot now? But, like, isn't Ma like, if you're talking about getting a first kill, isn't Maz, out of all these decks, the easiest to kill first? Like, don't you just go in with that weakness right off the bat? Yeah, but, like, if they're killing Maz and you're trading, so if they kill Maz but then you finish their character, then don't you just have Obi versus Price? Like, you're always going to win there, right? Yeah, if, but if you can trade Maz for Kylo, sure. I, like, that's something you'd have to test and tell me. Yeah. Um, because, you know, Kylo, Kylo's got just as much health as Obi and, yeah. has, and has very similar tricks. Um, yeah. You know, the, I think the Kylo decks are going to gravitate towards um being shoto decks 
and like not even really caring about the Shoto dice, but just the consistency of plus two health every round. Yeah. Um, plus one or plus two health every round. And then like so you have price, even if even if they mitigate both Kylo dice and you roll price, you can still focus that Shoto into a two melee side. Like you know, if that's yeah. if that's what you're taking out of a out of a blowout turn where you get completely scooped out of the round by by removal. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been playing like Obi was something on on I guess my list. I maybe it's just like a fallback, you know, it's my, my comfort zone. Um, but a fair bit of mill, and I'm finding that matchup like to be okay against the the Carlo decks. Uh, but I've been playing with the red mill with the um, the uh, docking bay package, whether it's good or not. You know, sometimes you have to take an early claim or whatnot. Uh, and I think this is why so many people are getting upset because they're like, well, and this is that format, you know, the pillars thing again. They're like, well, if mill can kind of break out, beat the aggro decks, we know it has a good matchup versus vehicles. Is that maybe the deck? Is that like Mill with reps, see, it's not easy to play though. So maybe mill with reps is like where we all should be. <laughs> I mean, I've been Jeremy playing. Jeremy gets uh, upset. <laughs> I've been playing a fair amount of mill too, and um, it it's really it's really tough versus Kylo. Like, I don't know. I I haven't been able to successfully navigate that matchup um, with any ease. It seems to like Kylo just hits so hard, and if he's on with his his damage calls, um, yeah, you know, with his ability. The, the clock is just so short and both those guys being 10 health uh, or I guess if you're playing the Leia version you have an 11 health character but um, one of the things I loved about the Riken Yoda mill was that all you needed out of Riken was to activate him and then you yeah. just focus both his dice to two shields and you got plus four health every turn right and that's something that these mill decks don't have these mill decks are fast Cassian's die Cassian's ability is insane um, you, you take a resource and he's essentially got a Yoda die yeah, you know. So, um, there, they hit really, really fast, but I don't think it's fast enough to withstand the onslaught of Kylo. Yeah, I, if they get a quick kill and then you lose half of your mill potential, it one card really that's been to, to finish really good in mill against things like Kylo or or against decks that are trying to aggro you, is that Flames of the Past. Mm. Um, you mill, you know, you're milling them, and then if you hit any upgrade that they have on table, you just discard it, and that's, you know, that's just, you know, let two less, four less damage that you're taking for the next couple rounds. Um, yeah, that should. Put I you found that to be ahead. really, really good. So, do you think there's a deck to beat? Say you have Jankon in nine days. We have Star Champs, which for us, you know, in our little island, it's pretty important because it's as big oh, as it Oh, for gets. sure. I mean, you you just you just like um you like fill the container that you're in, right? You're like a goldfish. So like, if <laughs> yeah. Star Champs is all you have, then like, yeah, those are your championships, and you should be proud yeah. of those. Um, yeah. It sucks that the prizes are bad, but if you're just yeah. trying to be a competitive Destiny player, like, yeah, you just take what you get. I just happen to be able to go to Gen Con, but if I couldn't, then I would be all in on my Star Champs, right? Yeah. So um, do we have something that we expect to be? What do we go, what do we think we're going to see the most coming for moving forward now? I don't know how you guys Kylo? feel. I I think Kylo is going to be the number one play deck. What do you guys think? I could get behind that. It's Kylo or Snoke, right? It's they're both new. They're both villain. You know, maybe it's just time for villain to come back again. Maybe that's just how the game is going to go. You know, villain into hero into villain. Yeah, something is awakened. I mean, I, I yeah, I. Yeah, Kylo always becomes a problem when he gets that 13-point uh, character uh, that he pairs perfectly with, and then that 13-point character gets nerfed. 
Uh, how long is it going to be until Kylo actually gets nerfed because of it? Yeah, I mean, I talk about this a lot, but the, the two-player starter sets were not playtested. And, like, it's very evident based on Phasma, you know, already taking a nerf. And Kylo is so busted. Ray is so busted. Um, Ray's saber is so busted. Crossguard saber is so busted. Like, they, they, like, these are all staple cards from a starter deck. You go to any other card game that ever did a starter deck, and those cards are unplayable. Our our starter set is, like, <laughs> all you need to dominate your, your store champs is to yeah. buy a two-player starter and three packs. <laughs> three packs. <laughs> what are you pulling? <laughs> Hopefully a Dex's Diner. Let's <laughs> 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 see it sorted. <laughs> so... But th- there was a discussion on the Discord, I think, yesterday... I was discussing with some guy who just won a store champs and he was, he, he reckons Kylo's perfectly fine. Uh, he didn't last very long on the discord. Um, <laughs> just, just basically because I, and I think he was a Kylo player. Um, that's like me saying I'm an Ayla player and saying that she didn't need a nerf, but that's uh, another story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But well, rose colored glasses. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, the, the, the point, the, the problem Kylo has is he, severely limits certain deck building archetypes whether you just want to play mono colors whether you want to play dual colors but it's only splattered with five or six red cards or whatever it it does restrict a certain archetype like no one can play uh, mono blue hero at the moment because it just gets ripped apart by kylo you probably even struggle to play a rex deck because it'll just get ripped apart by kylo so you have all these decks that have potential moving forward but can't really be explored or developed because of this one character in the meta. Yeah, and they like when they make him so efficient at dealing damage by giving him, you know, Snoke who makes his dice resolve at plus two, which is insane, or Price, which makes his dice resolve instantaneously at plus one, which is insane, that it's that that kind of consistent damage coupled with, you know, his damage out of hand that makes things really tough like look at worlds you know two people played kylo anakin one of them won the, the event because wow. it wasn't like it wasn't a consistent deck but like he's good and if you catch a bunch over the right matchups like edwin did like he's really really good and then like mm. if you're a great player like that mitigates a lot of the the worst matchups but um no one was afraid of kylo people played monocolored stairs was the most played deck there was a ton of sabine um it's just that, you know, he had Anakin to go with him, who is, you know, really, really medium. I mean, really, I mean, really, he's just not even standard playable, practically. But, you know, goes and wins Worlds. Because Kylo's that good. <laughs> Are you going to play Kylo at Gen Con? Uh, I'm thinking about it. I, I kind of wow. wish I played it at uh, Store Champ uh, the other day. I, I was practicing with Joe before the event. And I beat his drive-by with Kylo, like, pretty handily. And I was like, ooh, shoot. But my buddy, who never plays Destiny, like, he's played once or twice a year ago, was coming up to hang out after the event. And he was like, yeah, I'll play in the event. And I couldn't give him drive-by to play because I think he would have just not known what to do. And Kylo Price is pretty straightforward. So he ran that, and I ran drive-by, and I got smoked. But I, I, I had wished that I got the reps with, with Kylo. Ooh. Well, here's a, here's a testament to Kylo. So we had our first store champs two or three weeks ago, and my mate Matt hadn't played Destiny in probably six months because he was all in on Netrunner. Then Netrunner got the axe. So I was like, "Cool, come back to Destiny." He's like, "Yep, no problem." He goes, "I said, come to store champs." He goes, "What should I play?" I said, "Just play Kylo Anakin." 
and he top eight, like <laughs> no. easy, like, <laughs> like, like it, it, it's just right. one he's, of those one of those wheels. dicks. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> if all else fails, at least you took two damage like automatically just from activating. <laughs> exactly. As long as you remember, which I called my buddy twice to specifically remember to remind him never to forget the Kylo trigger, and he still yeah. forgot it a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah, that's I how to nerf to him, Kylo. And and majority of the decks there, I said just either call blue or call yellow, and you'll be fine. <laughs> yep. I told him um, if he yeah. sees a vehicle deck, just call red, and anything else, call blue or yeah. yellow. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, unfortunately it's that easy just to get that free two damage. Um, on uh, I rebel, uh, I rebel, I rebel, I rebel, I, um, I rebel. Yep. I rebel. It's and then the cards rebel. It always confuses me. Uh, so. <laughs> Jedi Geek Girl was talking about uh, potential changes to Kylo, and I thought uh, the comment of two indirect rather than two direct was actually quite a fair balance to Kylo. Yeah, I think two indirect is kind of interesting. I think like one direct would also be fine, because um, two indirect if they if they're like if Kylo just kills their character super quick. Yeah, I guess I guess either one's fine. I I would love it to be one damage, but. I've been saying that since Kylo came out. I was like, this is too strong. I don't like this. Like, how does he get to do two damage? Ray, has, Ray does one, and you have to set up, you know? Well, Kylo's just this, like, oh, roll out. This two. is my argument to it as well. Um, it was on the Reddit the other day, and I kind of explained how I didn't understand that. And they're like, oh, well, Kylo costs more, and Ray's <laughs> got more consistent damage, and Kylo loses his ability when you're up against Rainbow Decks. I'm like, yeah, but Kylo still hits more than Ray. Like, it's easier to a shield off ray than it is to miscall a color i don't know if not not the way i call colors yeah. <laughs> I, I always seem to miss but yeah i mean it's just it's i'll say this that in a lot i played a lot of star wars games and the dark side's always stronger the dark side's always going to do more damage the dark side's always going to have that that edge in terms of like raw power level it's just the way it's just the thematic top-down design of the dark side of the force that that makes sense too right it makes yeah, sense. I mean, yeah. he's a, he's a rage monster, like, and they do their best. He's to gonna get balance. pissed and do two to everybody. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> um, so do do we identify like we've got? Uh, Kylo is probably the biggest pillar, right? Like if you can't, if you haven't got game against Kylo decks, then you need to build something else. Uh, Mill vehicles. Is there anything else we want to touch on? Like the, I guess the other Snoke deck, the Cad Snoke. Is this yeah, just Jacob that super Cad aggressive? deck that's um, you know people are salting about that as well because it's they, really they good against kills. Mill. Yeah, yeah it's really really good against mill it's really hard to balance that that pay side though um when the set first dropped this this is what i was on and i liked it a lot and i only got off of it because people just kind of told me like it wasn't good enough like uh outrun went and won a store champ and he was like yeah i don't think it's good enough for gen con those pay sides um yeah. on cat are really brutal and if you don't get uh, like a truce in your opening hand or an enrage in your opening hand uh, or a four speed. I think four speed, I don't know if I lost a game when I started with four speed. If there was some way to get that in my opening hand, like I feel like that deck is a monster. <laughs> Wait, do you like that card? I, I like that card <laughs> in Cad Snoke because yeah, like, yeah. all right, so, but look at, this is the progression. Like you don't want to roll, like you don't, there's no rush to roll Cad because he insta kills, right? Yeah. So you roll out Snoke, you set up that two focus you get the four speed special 
you insta roll cad and with your ambush action you take the four speed and then you do the two focus and you do all the damage like yeah it's it's perfect it's a built-in all-in every single yeah. round um and then like also being able to roll snoke first to try and get resource sides is so huge if if the dark side our villains had um maz's vault that deck would be busted wow yeah Yeah, it just needs that little that little bit round one because that that discard four is such a blowout. It gets you so far ahead against vehicles, um, but if you can't do it or if they fill up your truce, like you're screwed. You have a pretty strong battlefield role, right? Oh, so you have with Sabine as we're dead. You have the best battlefield role in the game, I think. Yeah, so like running maybe outpost is is definitely on the cards. Like whether you can build around, I guess you could build around outpost a little bit more with obi Maz and Sabine Ezra because you had Vault as that backup as well. Yeah. Um, so, but maybe Outpost really helps a lot. That's definitely on the cards for me. I just kind of try to narrow down. I'm like, I'm playing Mill or some kind of Snoke deck because I would rather just be really confident in what I'm playing than try and crack something at this stage. And you're also um, a degenerate. <laughs> well, like, I like to play whatever strong, sure. No, I know uh, you too. I'm just, <laughs> I've taken sure. too many losses to you playing that stupid mill deck. <laughs> uh, I've never thought mill insane. was good before. Like, I've never actually thought it was good enough. Um, unless, you know, you've mastered something. Like, I played Rick and Yoda. I tried that Rack and Yoda. Um, and I was like, oh, this is okay. I didn't think it was super strong, but it was super strong if you were an absolute master and grinded, you know, five years worth of games with it. But this is the first time where I think Mill is, like, it's tier one top contender. It's so strong. Yeah, and uh, it's brainless, right? All your dice just, like, if you play Yoda Cassian, every die you have just also mills. mills a card. Yeah, see, that's really good. Um, and like I said, I've been playing a fair bit of Leia. I think the sequencing, like, because you do have kind of small health, you are, there is some certain plates in Mill um, that I've been really enjoying. and just But it's just counting, right? We're <laughs> just being counters now. Yeah, it's just bean counting and, and like making sure you take the damage off the table and, and you're always looking at their total their total their total potential damage output and yeah. trying to mitigate that. Um, red also has like the, the blowout card of like emergency evacuation, which is yeah. just like such a blow like so good. Um, I've also really loved Beguile. Beguile is amazing in these mill decks. Um, like it, I think it, like I love Mind Trick, but Beguile is better than Mind Trick in these mill decks. Yeah, it's so good. You you mess with three of their dice, like you're re-rolling one, and you know as long as you're taking it off damage, you're great because then you can like flip a different one and then remove a third. So it's it's soft mitigating two dice and and hard mitigating one, and the the lack of a spot blue requirement is fantastic. And and by now because we've been using mind trick in these mill decks and these control decks for so long, everyone knows not to dump all their dice into the pool. Yeah. Um, so it's especially good in um, in the yellow blue mill because people are used to against the red mill not like not walking into an evacuation, an emergency evacuation or a mind trick. But with the yellow, it's a little bit you know they and with easy pickings, it gets so easy to just remove multiple dice in that yellow blue mill and tangle. Just oh my god, put them in a tough spot. Like what do you roll in? What what do you hold back? There's so much removal to play around. Like that hits on different angles. Right, and that's why like crap is playing. Um, Kylo Price is playing um, like tactical mastery, like and, and I've seen people testing grand yeah. entrance, wow. like tactical master, mastery grand entrance because I'm gonna hit you for eight right now. <laughs> that seems pretty dirty. <laughs> pretty dirty. 
it's it's really good it's really fun too because you have so many yolo plays um i was playing before sabine got nerfed i was playing a lot of sabine poe uh poe 2 and i was just having a blast being like i didn't even play never tell me the odds i was just all in on the grand entrance being being my sabine thing it was it's just like all right well i need to roll 15 here so let's do it <laughs> hit and run grand entrance on sabine let's go <laughs> let's go <laughs> should we uh should we move on? We, we kind of know where we're at now. Um, yeah. Um, just, let's, just play Mill. Should we touch on a couple of maybe outlier decks? <laughs> it's, a very, it's a very provocative question. Um, Okay, so I, I, this is where I think about this. I think, like, in a perfect world, like, in a perfect world where we're never facing a mirror match, then going slow is fantastic. Like, we'll take their battlefield, we'll take the shields, we'll turn on our ascension guns. Um, you know, I, I'm talking about the Cassian Yoda right now, but, um, like, turning on ascension gun is really, really good. And, like, I think Leia wants to go a little faster just because, like, I think it's really tough to not play four speed in the Leia Yoda version just because being able to roll her out and resolve um, one of her discard sides with commando raid is just too broken. And then if you're playing speeds, then the hit and runs make sense too. Um, you're taking like a little bit of a YOLO approach of needing to hit that. Um, you know, you've only got a 50-50 shot of rolling a discard side, but commando raid is so strong that it's hard. Like it just blows out their whole hand. It's hard to not roll it with speed. But so my issue comes in is when you're facing a mill mirror and both players brought the command center and you're, and you've built the slow deck and they've built the fast deck. You're going to get torn up. You're going to get torn up by that, that uh, battlefield. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so I wanted to, I asked to test that matchup with Biggie because um, I I think that that three wide is really good against any damage deck. I think it's exclusively better than the other mill decks because all that health is so much to chew through and you don't lose that much. Like um, Anakin's Pod Racer is basically another Cassian die. It always mills two, and because of Anakin, it you just always turn it to that two shield side, and so you get plus two health every round. Um, that combination is insane, but I thought. My thought was that it would suck in the mill mirror because you could never, ever claim and you would always get torched by uh, the command center. And I was right. It's just like command center or Imperial Palace. Um, I think if you were to play that deck, you almost have to play it. Um, but the thing is, like, you, if you're doing the Ascension Gun plan, you need to bring a mill battlefield. So your opponent, if they're playing a four-speed version and you're playing a three-wide version, they're going to take your battlefield. They're going to give you priority, but they're going to claim every time for the rest of the game. It was close, though. It, the, the games were close, right? Yeah, they weren't complete blowouts, but I, I yeah. always felt like I was on the back foot. And yeah. I had to do things like claim before I even activated yeah. my... Like, even last night, I was testing um, the Mirror with Reflex. He was playing the Leia version, and I was playing the Cassian version. And both my Yoda dice were in the pool. They were on discard, and Ca Cassian hadn't activated yet. But he had already used his whole hand with rerolls. So, like, I just claimed because... The only thing Cassian was going to get me was two mil, so I just claimed. Yeah, just claimed. Um, 
But I don't, I don't think, like, I don't think he should have put me in that position to make such an easy claim. I think you have to be a little more savvy um, to try and get your opponent to not claim early. Yeah, yeah. I think so that's like one of the huge things about. Yeah, I think you. I think as much of milling their deck out is a is a strategy that you need to un, like completely understand. Also, baiting them into not claiming is yeah, yeah. also really really important. Yeah, yeah, and then you yeah try and look for that claim even if it's like one action early, but like baiting them not to take it, mm-hmm. and, and then you get to kind of take it when they're not expecting. I guess yeah. you're always trying to play around that from the the very start of the turn. One of the things I like to do is because in in mill. In a mill mirror, you have so many damage mitigation cards because, you know, most of the format is damage mitigation, and if your character dies, you're going to lose. And so, like, you get a hand that's, like, second chance, force jump, force illusion, and you're like, oh, shit, I can't use any of these cards in this <laughs> matchup. And, like, so I won't, like, I'll ba- I won't, I won't mitigate their hand discard sides because I want them to discard my hands. Yeah. Like, it's the only way because you can't just pitch them to reroll, and you can't pitch them at the end of the round. They're asking, you know, you're just, like, taking three damage at, at the end of a round for no reason. So yeah. it's a, yeah. Mhm. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not like, yeah. I almost like have to play my force jumps just so they don't get stuck in my hand. Ken's <laughs> <laughs> just gone. He's just like, yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm, drink I'm, my beer. I'm you just, guys have I'm, this meal talk. I'm just sipping on my beer, like going to my happy place. <laughs> it does suck, but like, and I, I don't want to play it, but it's it's really good. Unfortunately, Cassian's really. They just made two really good mill characters, and despite not wanting mill to be good, they just they they just like put put them on a platter. Well, that's that is really the the big thing. Is Jeremy's biggest uh, hates in this game is mill and action cheating, <laughs> and now he's kind of created this uh, paradox where action cheating is the only way to beat mill. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> so, the mill decks want to play action cheating themselves. Yeah, so. yeah, nice one. <laughs> Thanks, so Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> Blame great, Lucas, great as always. Blame Lucas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So I have one question on that actually. Right, before we kind of jump on, if you if you knew that you were going to have zero mill mirrors, like, do you rate these other mill decks, or are you just all about the Cassian life now? Would you pick? Would you take Leia? Do you rate the Leia Yoda, or are you just like Cassian is the way to go no, for milling? I, I still think the Leia Yoda is really really good. I just think that like Leia. Like, the Leia Yoda is much, much better at mitigating, and then it also has that those blowout plays of, like, hit and run or four speed into, like, Leia's two discard side, commando raid, discard your whole hand. Yeah. The the Yoda Cassian deck doesn't have that. Like, a couple people have been trying, and I've tried it, but I, I don't think it's consistent enough. Is a bunch of blue upgrades. Like, you have force meditation, force jump, force speed, force illusion, and then power of the force sure. to make Cassian's hand, uh, his, like, discard side be three or four. Um, which I think can be strong. It's just like kind of a magical Christmas land situation where how often are you actually going to pull this off? Um, so I think that the Leia Yoda is good. It's just in that mill mirror, Leia is pretty bad unless you get that miracle playoff. Yeah. Like you get that discard fast before it, yeah, before they because get to do stuff about he, it. Cassian doesn't have any bad sides. Like damage sides will win you the mirror if the, if the game goes to time. Um, and no matter what you resolve, he's always milling one. If yeah. Leia rolls shield shield in the mill match in the mill mirror, like you're you're trashed, you're toast. Yeah. 
And it's so easy for Yellow Mill to, to just mitigate both of Yoda's dice immediately with Entangle or Easy Pickings yeah. um, or even Overconfidence and Beguile. It's just so easy to mitigate Yoda. So easy. Yeah. I mean, we saw this, like... I mean, I saw it all worlds in Sabine. The um, Entangle and Easy Picking, they're so good. They're just busted. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. I, I think I, I find it rare that I have that amount of money. And if I do, I kind of want to hyperspace jump. Um, but it, it is, it's a very good card. I just It's hard to catch everybody sleeping like i said against mill because they're they're expecting all their dice to get removed at the same time so people are just going to like roll a vehicle resolve it roll a vehicle resolve it but against something like um you know like a five dice villain or maybe like a drive-by shooting if they're like i guess drive-by will never leave you with enough money um to play it yeah i think it's okay but it's just not my favorite yeah great there's not many spots where you wouldn't rather jump right and just finish the turn exactly move on yeah, I think right. that's probably where I'd rather be. Any final comments on the <laughs> four pillars of destiny, way of the force? Yeah, uh, no, yeah. Kylo, Kylo Cad, uh, only yeah. touched on vehicles. Yeah, vehicles are vehicles. They're just really good. Like crate, crate speeder, crate resistance speeder is so busted that I'm actually thinking of playing overload in whatever I play. Just take that thing wow. off the table. It's so it's so good, and it, like in a rose deck where you just get to do three yeah. damage every round with it. It's for two for two um, two cost. It's just too good. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean it was one game, but and like, but this is so. This is what I like about Kylo and the vehicle matchups is probe and close quarters assault is just really disruptive to their to their game plan. And I was only able to do all that damage because I got a round one probe. You know, he I don't think he was expecting probe, and he you know he played a vehicle and he um, I think he I, I played a rallyade, played a vehicle, and I think he had like two mitigation cards and a vehicle left, and I probed and hit both. Um, hit both mitigation cards and I could just freewheel. I just could do whatever I want. Yeah, yeah I think hitting the hand or ending the turn are the two really successful strategies against vehicles. It's just, there's just not a lot of hand hitting um, that you can do. Like in, in a normal damage deck, there's just not a lot of good ways to do it. Um, you know, close quarters assault, probe, um, but probe doesn't help you stop them from like ramping out three vehicles round one, which is like not unheard of in the Rose decks because you, you like roll a resource on your crate speeder and get two resources and then you know, Rose is giving you resources, and then you all of a sudden you have three vehicles out round one, and your opponent's facing down, like, you know, this fleet. And that's when you get stuck, right? When it just starts to, it just overwhelms you. Yeah, and I think, like, if, you know, 
I think that those decks could like I think one thing that's not explored is like a three color rose that can also use um like if if you went rose Jetta partisan and like temple guard and also played that card that's like draw three because you spot a plot with your long term plan like yeah. that seems pretty insane yeah the uh this long term plan is really really good so we did sealed just a very quick we did sealed for the first weekend after where the force come out uh my pool was pretty good. I had Jabba, Executioner, Anakin. Is that so? Like my deck was great. I had you know decent mitigation, decent upgrades. And I started 2-0, and then I played against two decks that both had long term plan and com tower, and it was just insane. In sealed long term plan was mental, but like playing against it, that's when you know you get a first look at a card. And I was like, this is, this has got to be standard playable as long as you can withstand and kind of get there. Um, so that with any of those those dice um, in that the like the rose decks, any of those vehicle decks. You're just going to get so much value if you can stretch the game out to go late. Yeah, and I think like with Rose Partisan Partisan, and you get <laughs> hello. You get, I know I'm trying to move downstairs <laughs> so my wife can go to work. Just keep. Um, yeah, like playing Second Chance um, to keep those guys alive. Like when once you get long term plan on two or three resources, like yeah. any single hit is going to kill your last guy. Um, you know, even a partisan two indirect or even rose two indirect, like all of a sudden becomes five indirect on your last guy, like, and they haven't even rolled their hawk or their crate yet. Like, forget about it. Yeah, huge, huge. So, all right, that's where it's at. All right. I guess we've discussed the uh, the meta where we think it's at. So that rose partisan partisan kind of coming late to the discussion, but mm. it, it fits in that vehicles part, I guess, in the in one of the pillars. Um, yeah, but I think there's that's a million. Definitely one to watch. Yeah, there's a million ways to do the vehicles. Um, people have been playing uh, Yoda, Rose, Gungan, or Yoda, Rose, Jawa. Um, yeah. Just to keep, like, Yoda and Rose, like, the, the amount of money you can make is just completely absurd. Yeah. Um, so it's just all about getting those vehicles out, and there's just not really a good way to remove them. Like, I like the N1 Starfighter in a vehicle's mirror, but, like, especially in a Yoda version. I think, like, in drive-by, you know, you have to play at least one N1. And then yeah. if I was playing, if I was doing the Yoda Rose thing, I would certainly consider running two N1s in that. Um, and then if you're doing a villain vehicle, you, you have ATDP to, to remove a support. But, like, there's really just not another way to just dumpster vehicles once they're on the table. Yeah. Um, let's, let's move on to... So this, we, we kind of set this up a while ago. We wanted to make sure that we have a cast coming out before we have a bit of a run of store champs in Australia. Uh, and one of the reasons that I, I brought this up and wanted to do this was I received this infamous pep talk at <laughs> Worlds. <laughs> so I wanted to bring you on, man. I wanted you to, you know, give Australia one of these pep talks. Um, so a very brief story. Yeah, tell, tell the story about what, about what happened. <laughs> so I was playing in the second last round of day one, playing against Drive-By. Um, I made a bit of a bold play. So Maz was going to, uh, Obi was going to die. There's enough indirect where I, someone was going to die. Obi had two redeploys. So I let Obi die, switched him to Maz, rolled out, blanked, rolled out, re-rolled, blanked. Um, then we went to the end of the turn. I discarded my hand trying to find my second jump. So I could roll out with Maz, get some damage, and then jump. I didn't get it. Looked through my discard, seen both of my jumps there. So I was just tilted at this stage. So I kind of tilted off. Um, time got cold because the game was so close. It was insane. Um, time got cold. And then I had a quick look at the board state. 
didn't see an out um, because I was, yeah, I kind of went on tilt, shook hands, scooped to my opponent, and then walked off. Um, walked outside for a cigarette, and then Bobo comes out. Uh, just with this pep talk of man, but it was so inspiring. It was like, dude, it was there. Showed me the play. You know, normally like someone comes out and they're like, oh man, you played so shit, whatever. It was like, man, you had this play. It's all good, you know. You got this. Just get your head right. Yeah. So you just going have to on. See. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> just going on tilt after like one or two things. I'm alright. It was just like this multiple things in a row, and I was just like, man, I, I, I've lost this, you know. Uh, instead of just just shutting up and just looking everywhere for for my out. Um, so I got this insane pep talk from Boba. It was just so inspiring. It was like, man, you can do this. You got this, blah, 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 all this stuff. And you can give one to the, to the whole of Australia. Oh, Jesus, um, the whole, the whole <laughs> continent. Yeah. Everyone. Um, yeah, the whole island, island. Then I, I walked inside, played my last match, started so far behind and then just kind of gave myself this pep talk. I just replayed this Bobo pep talk in my head <laughs> and was like, I'm not going home. And then from that point I went into the zone, the deepest I probably have ever played before. You know, I was just, everything was cause and effect. I was just like three actions ahead. And I feel like I completely played my way out of one of the worst spots I've been in. I took the win and made day two. Um, did, so, you, did you have one of those like movie montage moments where it's like the music's <laughs> playing, it's a sideways pan and there's all these like superimposed dice like rolling across your face and you're like super focused. Um, yeah, I mean, well, well you insane. did, I mean, you let your rage miss a play, like you had outs. And yeah. I know, like, a couple people were like, don't go talk to him. Just let him blow off steam. And that's, like, the uh -huh. exact opposite of what I would want. I would want someone yeah. to say, look, you fucked up. Like, you had outs. You could have won that game, but you lost it mentally. You didn't yeah. screw up by, like, making bad decisions. You lost it mentally before you even have the chance to make a decision. Yeah. And you're there, and you're good, and you're, you know, you're the national champion of Australia, and you're like, I want to show up, and I want to rep, and who's, who are these jabronis that I'm losing to? And the thing <laughs> is, like, you just have to look at yourself, and, like, everyone is that. Everyone is that person who can be better than the person across from them. It's yeah. all about recognizing what you, what you can do with the dice, with the cards, with the actions you have available, and not letting a single thing bother you. I, like, the zone thing is super important. Um, you know, I caught a lot of shit on the stream for like wearing my headphones before matches, but I don't want any distractions. I don't want to think about anything other than what battlefield I'm taking and what my mulligan is. I don't want to hear people talking. I don't want people talking to me. I like, and then there's uh, you know, you guys might remember the judge call, like the, the contentious judge call where this guy wanted to mislead my die, but it was a three and then didn't want to mislead his own die. So he was like arguing to get it taken back. That lasted 10 minutes. That could have easily put me on tilt by not yeah. going my way. But I wasn't gonna let that. I wasn't gonna let that send me home from Worlds when I'm undefeated. Like I'm gonna buckle down. And I'm gonna not let any single emotion enter this match, no matter what, under any circumstances. Even when I got called a cheater at Worlds, yeah. Like you know, I reacted and then it was done. I was. I I had to get over it because if I let if I let that affect me, like you have to understand that the mind is the single strongest part of your being. It's like the strongest muscle in your body, more strong than your tongue, guys. Yeah. And if you and it's just mind over matter, and if you believe and and you know that you what you're capable of is you you'll just never lose. Yeah, as as you proved, you know. Was, so was that was that something I wanted to touch on. Everybody, was that a good enough pep talk. Everybody, there's your pep talk from <laughs> the the one and only Bobby Sapphire. We brought him on just for you, so make sure you tell all your friends and give us a like because this is what we do for you. I felt when like you I was on in teacher mode there. <laughs> What was that? <laughs> when are you on Oprah? <laughs>
Does she still have a show? I'll go on. <laughs> does she does she play Destiny? <laughs> you're still running you're still running the nineteen eighty nine season? Yeah, isn't that the latest season? It just come out. That's what they're telling us. Anyway, I, I really appreciate that. So that getting in the zone thing is massive. Like I feel for me playing competitive games, that's the one of the only challenges is being able to consistently rock up to a tournament, whatever tournament that is, and just switch on. Because like we all know what it's like when you get in that zone, when you're having one of those days and you're playing in an event and you are unstoppable, you just play to your best. You're just always so far ahead of what everyone else is doing. If you can get deep enough into the zone and you can be thinking and seeing, you know, three, four, five actions down the track. So apart from headphones, do you have anything else for us? Like you said emotions, you know, is that... Is that your goal, is just to block out all emotion and just play? Yeah, that's been my life goal for about the last 35 years. It's just to block <laughs> out all emotions and play games. And just not, just not feel anything. So like, I feel like I'm, I have an advantage there because I've been con- com- cultivating an emotionless life. Um, so like, I was on the no distraction plan. You, Blake, you probably know this because we talked. And like, you guys might have even seen in the, in the Hyperloops Discord. I was like all about no distractions. I wasn't playing X-Wing. I wasn't, I wasn't looking at previews for the spoilers. Like, I didn't want to do anything that wasn't Destiny. Nothing was going to like shake my, my goal. Um, so, and then like, yeah, at the events, like, I just hang out with my friends. I try not to do a lot of schmoozing on the day that I'm playing. Like, I like meeting new people and stuff, but, you know, not, not on days I'm playing. Um, and I, I don't want to talk about my games that much. I just want to like hang out with my friends, you know, help maybe help them with theirs, internalize, and and just like really not pay attention to what's going on. Like I don't look over and see what what games are going on next to me. I just stay really focused. If, if I see myself getting distracted or bored, I just try and think about all the things that they could have in their hand. Um, yeah. You know, what what do I think their next three actions are going to be? Um, just things like that, just like little mental exercises to keep you engaged in your game and not looking around the room and like seeing seeing what other people are rolling. Yeah, sweet. So, Store Champs coming up, Gen Con coming up. Everyone go and buy your headphones. <laughs> uh, so I, I listen to a lot of Australian music. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm really into uh, Amy Shark and Keita Alexander and Alex Leahy. And Peking Duck, if you know any of those guys. I'm sure they listen to our podcast, all of them. Yeah. Um, so. Hopefully, Keita Alexander does. If, if she does, tell her I said what's up. Uh, <laughs> you tell her yourself, Matt. <laughs> hey, Keita. <laughs> call, call me, girl. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I like, just happened across Amy Shark in a, like, a Spotify playlist. And then, uh, you know, I started making her my default Spotify channel and just turned into all Australian music. Because I guess Sweet. that's how that's how they do it. So now I just like have all these uh, Australian groups and bands. At Worlds, I listen pretty exclusively to um, this one song by Peking Duck before every game. I hear that a lot of genius people do like repeat the same songs, um, you know, yeah. in just like anything that they're doing. Um, not, I'm not saying that I'm a genius. I'm just trying to copy people who are. I know that like if you guys know who Brian Kibler is, he's like a big Magic pro and Hearthstone pro. He was he was famous for that. Just like every tournament, one song, and he would post the song on like his Twitter or whatever. And was like, "This is the song for this Grand Prix. This is what I'm listening to nonstop." Yeah. Wow. Right. 
Yeah, it's a, it's like a little life hack, right? Like if you're if you focus before your game and you're shuffling and you're thinking and you're listening to the same song, when you put that song on every time, like you're gonna go back to that mind state. Yeah, yeah that's like, a good addition to that. It's just kind of gonna mentally trigger that. Yeah, I think it's like, cool. Like any habit. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. I like that. Okay. I appreciate right. it, man. Thanks so much. Thank yeah. you for your inspiring words, Bobby Sapphire. Yeah, is the that it? You didn't have any hard, awkward questions? Uh, time for hard, <laughs> awkward questions. <laughs> I've, I've got nothing. Okay. I've got well, nothing. you guys set me up that like, you made me feel balanced. like I was going to have to answer some, <laughs> some, some tough questions. I'll... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, you guys have thrown me off with rate today. Like, oh, do you rate this? Do you rate that? That means like, do you think it's good? Yeah, that's oh, pretty yeah. cool. I never, I never heard that before. I don't know. <laughs> uh, like, cause like you rate it like that'd be how, like, I, I wouldn't necessarily say I rate it good. Like we have, um, we have bad ratings too here in America. We rate things poorly. Uh, I just, honestly, I love cheers. Like I love, like I can, like every time I read Blake's messages in the chat and stuff. I just like, I hear him talking. I hear his voice. He's like, oh, cheers, man. It's just <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yeah, I've been, it was pretty I've been, close. I've been working on it. I, I've, I'm laughing too hard to like get the serious voice down. <laughs> I still remember like the first night in the house, I would just talk, I would say a sentence and everyone would just look at me like, what, what did he just say? <laughs> yeah. But like, I can't hear it, you know? And I even tried to speak like with with spaces between my words because that's our thing we, <laughs> we just kind of string everything together and i was like all right just got to pause between each word yeah and everyone's still like what the fuck what was that it's, it's <laughs> like talking to a three-year-old yeah, cheers, like, man. Uh, yeah. i think I, I think i know what he said but i'm not not sure <laughs> all right cool all right sweet uh, well thanks yeah. for having me on i appreciate it no no problem in, uh, any last comments from everyone you go first, Mark. You're the guest. Okay. Um, yeah, I just I'm really scared about Gen Con. I've been losing so I've been losing so many games. Uh, I really don't know what to do right now. I, I mean, I like losing, so I like you know losing a bunch of games and going into like a little cocoon and trying to figure out what I'm gonna do. I've actually been winning quite a bit over the last uh, or last night. I won a few games with um, Five Dice Villain. So don't don't sleep on me busting that out. And I still I still really like. Um, Snoke, Bazine, First Order Trooper. If if the vehicle, if the hero vehicles weren't so much better than the villain vehicles, I would probably be on that. I love snoking. Um, Sabine's discard side. It's so good. Sabine. Bazine. Bazine. Did I? <laughs> is that a Freudian? That's that was truly, truly Freudian. Uh, don't even uh, talk to me about Solo Sabine. Jacob, I'll say this: it's built. It is built, and uh, <laughs> I, it took me a long time to find a bravado, but I have one. Uh, Blake, hot take for store temps? Uh, I'm 99% to play mill. So that's pretty much the only thing I've played. I would just, whatever you decide to play, I think you just need to get reps in. Um, I've got a bit of experience of fluffing around with different decks and then deciding two days before I'm trying to rep. So... Now I'm just going to rep one or two decks, and I think that's what you should be doing. I think that's how you get an edge right now for the next couple of weeks because it's still so fresh that as long as you just play your deck like an expert, I think you have a massive edge. Jacob, Obviously, you can't play trash. Mm. <laughs> play something good like an expert. 
Yo, if you play yeah. that on TTS, let me know. I want to see that. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, I think I'm sort of narrowing down on something. Uh, there's a there's a five dive vehicles list I've been working on that I quite like. Um, Elite Ezra, um, Elite Rose, uh, Temple Guard. That yeah. hasn't been doing too bad, but again, it's got a pretty bad mill matchup because uh, the guard's pretty much useless uh, in that particular matchup. Um, I feel there's something maybe to investigate with uh, three wide built to last as well. So I'm investigating that a little bit. And um, if all else fails, I'll probably just go with some action cheaty deck. If I, yeah. I if I'm not comfortable with something, <laughs> something with probably Ray One, <laughs> to be fair. Sure. Just give yourself something that can nut roll. Yeah, yeah. Just do that, everyone. Just nut roll people. Yeah. When in doubt, uh, yeah. just guard roll. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Just roll that, threes. Just That's roll threes. <laughs> just hey, just, just roll all the threes. <laughs> just roll all the threes. You'd Drop be surprised down. at how many solo, how many uh, threes Solo Sabine can roll as well. Did you just pop a bottle of beer top when you said that? No, that's no, that all that. But 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 you've my, given me an idea. My daughter's Wait, isn't it playing the morning. With, my okay. daughter's playing with checkers and like right okay. next to me. Oh sure. <laughs> yeah yeah. It's like whatever. I'm on summer holidays. Summer Pop holidays. Summer. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for your time, Bobby. Yeah, anytime, uh, guys. We we uh, appreciate it much, Lee. Thanks for the pep talk. Uh, we hope uh, everyone has enjoyed this episode with Bobby Sapphire. Uh, thanks for your time, everyone, and we will catch you in the next episode. Catch ya. Cheers. <laughs>